0: Tonight, Rishi Sunak and the revolving door at 10 Downing Street, Britain's third prime minister in the last three months. It the first person of color to lead the UK.
1: It is the greatest privilege of my
0: life. A political breakthrough with plenty of baggage. He's seen it as someone that's broadly out of touch. Scanning the state of grocery store competition in Canada.
2: Anything that's going to bring down that price, whether it's for meat or dairy or anything.
0: New scrutiny as costs skyrocket. Plus, the Wally
3: festivities far and wide. We get to celebrate and we are together. So it's the lovely time of the year.
0: An illuminating look at the Festival of Lights and a move to clear the air.
1: TV National News with Omar Sachadina.
0: Good evening everyone. Not far from Buckingham Palace, a political coronation took place today, giving the United Kingdom its fifth prime minister in the last 6 years and the second in a row who is taking over without an election. Rishi Sunak was chosen as the new leader of the Conservative Party, which means he's set to become the country's next leader at 42 years old, the youngest in more than 200 years, and the first Hindu and person of color in the top political job. Many in London's largest South Asian community were marking Diwali when they got the
4: news. Anything can happen, you know, <laughs> when you are living in a multicultural society, you know.
5: am really excited um, that he's our prime minister because he's our first brown Indian prime minister. And I really hope that he'll um, uh, help us with the cost of living crisis.
6: Um, it's just a sign of 21st century Britain where it doesn't matter what background you're from now that you can rise up the ranks to the positions of power.
0: CTV's senior political correspondent Glenn McGregor is in London tonight with more on the historic day and the challenges Sunak
6: will need to surmount. Conservative MPs welcome their third leader of the party over the past seven tumultuous weeks.
1: It is the greatest privilege of my life to be able to serve the party I love and give back to the country I owe so much to. Rishi Sunak's
6: assent follows the resignation of Liz Truss after just 44 days in power. Only yesterday, there were three contenders in the race to replace her. But Boris Johnson stood down last night, saying a return to his old job would be too divisive for the party. That left Sunak and Commons leader Penny Mordaunt competing for support from their caucus. Moments before the results were to be announced today, Mordaunt withdrew. Rishi Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. The 42-year-old will become the first person of color to lead the UK and the first practicing Hindu, chosen on the first day of the Diwali holiday. Born in England to parents of Indian heritage, Sunak was educated at Oxford. Through marriage to the heiress of an Indian tech firm, he became massively wealthy. He faced scrutiny over dividends from her £700 million stake in the company that weren't taxed in Britain. She later agreed to pay. As chancellor of the Exchequer, in Johnson's cabinet, Sunak managed the financing of COVID-19 relief measures. But he quit over Johnson's leadership following a string of scandals. Now Sunak must unite a party reeling from Liz Truss's tenure as prime minister and help steer a British economy hammered by soaring inflation.
1: There is no doubt. We face a profound economic challenge. We now need stability and unity, and I will make it my utmost priority to bring our party and our country together.
6: Although he is now party leader, Sunak does not become prime minister until after he has an audience with King Charles. That's expected to happen tomorrow morning at Buckingham Palace. Omar. Glenn, every move Sunak
0: makes now will be critical, especially. When economic conditions are so precarious, what will be his immediate priority?
6: One of his first orders of business is going to be choosing his new cabinet. Jeremy Hunt, the current chancellor, is expected to stay on. Critics fear he will implement an austerity campaign through government. Opponents also want Sunak to call an election sooner, not later. They don't want him to wait as long as two years before he goes to voters.
0: Glad McGregor outside Number 10 Downing Street in London tonight. Well, Sunak ruled out an early election behind closed doors today, warning of a tough time ahead. Those economic pressures are all too familiar to Canadians as soaring food prices continue to put the squeeze on wallets. Now the Competition Bureau will investigate whether the country's highly concentrated grocery sector is contributing. Here's CTV's Melanie Nagy.
3: Even at a discount supermarket, shoppers are still struggling with soaring prices. What are you finding most expensive these days?
4: Almost everything. It went up by $1 or $2.
3: Uh, It's pretty bad, yeah. I do shop at the cheapest grocery store in the city, right? Um, uh, So that helps. The price of food is rising faster than it has in the past four decades. With that troubling statistic, Canada's competition watchdog is now digging in. And that's what people, that's what Canadians need. They need to feel protected. The bureau, which protects and promotes competition, has launched a study into whether the country's concentrated grocery sector contributes to increasing consumer costs. You need independence to provide choice and bring innovation to the market. It's not happening
0: a whole lot in Canada.
3: Retail chains operated by three companies, Loblaws, Empire and Metro, have long dominated the market. While many factors impact food prices, the agency says it will focus on examining how governments could act to combat grocery price increases by way of greater competition in this industry. I try to save as much as I can. Surging food costs have forced Esther Daniel to dramatically cut back on how much she buys. You're finding fruits expensive, Expensive. the meats? All of it. All all of it now, it doesn't matter. Daniel, who is on a fixed income, budgeted $20 for today's groceries. Despite a sale on pork and chicken, she spent nearly 30.
2: So we'll see if we can make a soup out of it and put some vegetables. And in make
3: it. it last the and week. And make it last. Before publishing a final report in June, the Competition Bureau says it will engage with industry stakeholders. But when asked today if they'll participate, no one from Loblaws, Metro or Empire would comment. Melanie Neji, CTV News, Vancouver.
0: A First Nation in B.C. had to change their plans for a traditional apology ceremony after two Vancouver police officers didn't show up. The Hiltzok First Nation said the absences show systemic racism and discrimination in the whole department.
6: Thank you for being here, but it's not enough. There's no excuse for two absent
1: persons.
0: The ceremony was supposed to be part of a human rights complaint settlement sparked after Constable's Mitchell Tong and Canon Wong wrongfully removed and handcuffed Maxwell Johnson and his then 12-year-old granddaughter from a Bank of Montreal branch in 2019. In a statement, the chief said the First Nation was, quote, extremely disappointed by the officer's decision not to attend. The Premier of Ontario is fighting a summons to appear at the Emergencies Act inquiry. Doug Ford was the leader of the province during the occupation of downtown Ottawa and the shutdown of the border crossing in Windsor. But his government says the commission is a policing matter. CTV's Judy Trin on today's testimony and the police actions that didn't match the intelligence. <laughs>
4: Before the Freedom Convoy occupied the capital, Interim Police Chief Steve Bell was responsible for gathering intelligence.
1: The intelligence and information had clearly identified a three-day event.
4: But Bell didn't read the threat analysis by Ontario Provincial Police until January 27th, one day before the trucks rolled into town. That OPP report indicated that weapons had been seized from a Quebec protester. It highlighted a Saskatchewan man's warning of civil war and said that organizers would have difficulty controlling fringe elements, and also pointed out that heavy equipment was intended for long-term occupation or to intimidate the public. In cross-examination, the OPP's lawyer accused Bell of ignoring key information.
6: Nobody had any experience in dealing with the
1: Patriot movement in terms of a large-scale demonstration. We were the first.
4: I would put to you that your planning was based more on what you THOUGHT WOULD HAPPEN, BASED ON YOUR EXPERIENCE, MORE THAN THE ACTUAL INTELLIGENCE YOU HAD AT YOUR DISPOSAL. BELL REFERRED TO AN INTERNAL OTTAWA POLICE REPORT THAT CALLED THE PROTEST GRASSROOTS, MADE UP ALMOST ENTIRELY OF MIDDLE CLASS MEMBERS OF SOCIETY. UNDER THE HEADING OF GROUPS THAT COULD POSE A RISK, BELL'S TEAM LISTED THE ISLAMIC STATE.
5: I HAVE NOT BEEN ASKED.
4: THAT HAS NOW CHANGED. Premier Doug Ford was summoned today to appear at the commission, along with Minister Sylvia Jones, who was Solicitor General during the protest. But the province says they will cite parliamentary privilege and fight the summons. That's disappointing to the lawyer representing citizens and businesses in Ottawa. We've
1: heard from the mayor of Ottawa, the prime minister will be appearing. The missing piece is the premier. And, uh, you know, this was such a catastrophic uh, mistake by all levels of government.
4: Ontario's Ministry of the Attorney General says its top bureaucrats will appear at the inquiry. The province continues to insist that the matters raised by the convoy have to do with policing, not politics. Omar. All
0: right, Judy, thanks. Ottawa's outgoing mayor has already testified at that inquiry, and tonight the city has chosen its next one. <sighs> Broadcaster Mark Sutcliffe was elected mayor in the nation's capital. He campaigned on keeping the tax rate down, making the city safer, and getting more houses built. While in Toronto, John Tory was elected for the third time as mayor.
1: I am deeply grateful for the faith and the trust that you've chosen to put in me uh, once again to lead our city for four more years. By the end of his next term,
0: Tory will be the city's longest-serving mayor ever. A Quebec doctor is sounding the alarm tonight over the dangerous wait times plaguing hospital emergency rooms, claiming a patient died in front of him after waiting 16 hours for emergency care.
4: The patient did the right thing. He tried to get care somewhere and he just didn't get it.
0: Sébastien Mehrin says the man in his 70s suffered an aneurysm and died within minutes of arriving at this hospital near Montreal but the patient initially waited hours in another hospital and left because he wasn't able to see a doctor. Quebec's health ministry is investigating. A respiratory virus common in young children is seeing a surge in Canada, sparking concerns that hospitals already overburdened could be overwhelmed by winter spikes in both the flu and COVID-19. CTV's Heather Wright has more on a potential
5: tridemic. Little Madeline is almost two years old, healthy and happy, says her mom until late last week. She couldn't get enough oxygen in in the emergency department, so she had to go on BiPAP. Lauren Kelly says her daughter was quickly admitted to the pediatric intensive care unit and diagnosed with respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV. Certainly we are seeing more cases of RSV, which by and large cause pretty mild illness in children, but can cause significant respiratory difficulties for particularly young ones or kids with respiratory challenges. At CHEO in Ottawa, the hospital is testing twice as many children for the virus now than they were in late August, with test positivity soaring from 1% to 10%.
1: We're certainly seeing uh, more activity and more admissions across uh, the province.
5: Dr. Chuck Hui says the rise in RSV has come earlier in the season than usual and is putting further strain on an already burdened system.
1: CHIO had the busiest April to September in the emergency department in its history
5: most children with rsv won't need to see a doctor symptoms typically include cough fever and runny nose rebecca st john's kids got rsv last week and she says all you can do is treat the symptoms
2: humidifiers just to keep the air moist um, tylenol ibuprofen if you can find it right
5: now but for those struggling to breathe like madeline immediate care is crucial i felt so guilty that I was coming here knowing how busy everyone is and how stressed out the system is. That's something I wish I didn't feel because obviously it was the care that my child needed. Many doctors are predicting this flu season will be a bad one and now some are warning of a tridemic, a surge of RSV, flu and COVID cases which would further stretch the healthcare system. Omar.
0: All right, Heather Wright in Toronto tonight. The former head of Canada's COVID-19 vaccination program was back in court today as his lawyer delivered closing arguments in the soldiers' sexual assault trial. Major General Denis Fortin faced a cross-examination in a Gatineau courtroom. His accuser claims Fortin sexually assaulted her in a military dorm room back in 1988. But Fortin maintains his innocence. The Crown will make its closing arguments tomorrow morning, with a verdict expected later this week. Russia plans to bring its claims. Ukraine is planning to detonate a so-called dirty bomb laced with nuclear material To the United Nations tomorrow, Kiev and the U.S. both reject the allegations as lies, they say, are being used as a pretext for further Russian escalation. Electricity and water grids are on the brink of collapse in Ukraine after a wave of strikes. Power was cut for a million people all at once, and for many, remains off as Russia continues to target key infrastructure. In northern France, a rare tornado tore through a village, and the damage is extensive the twister ripped roofs off homes it also damaged cars and power lines at least one person was injured and nearly 150 people were forced to seek emergency shelter coming up a car crash claims the life of an emmy winning actor
4: i'm looking for a new business associate
0: remembering will and grace star leslie jordan plus from the fireworks to the food Diwali festivities across Canada. The sound of gunfire echoed through a St. Louis high school today as an armed former student opened fire, killing two people and injuring seven others. Terrified students could be seen running from the school in a desperate bid to escape.
2: I was
3: trying to run and I couldn't run. (laughs) Me and him made eye contact and I'm glad I made it out because his gun got jammed.
1: When the uh, intruder broke into her room, then uh, the intruder said, get ready to die.
0: The gunman killed a teacher and a 16-year-old student before police killed him in an exchange of gunfire.
6: The officers arrived quickly, uh, made entry with no hesitation, went directly to the sound of gunfire, which is the expectation not only of the department but of the community as well.
0: Police identified the shooter as a 19-year-old who graduated from the school last year. Newly unsealed court documents released today reveal two men suspected of being Chinese spies attempted to obstruct a U.S. criminal investigation of Chinese telecom giant Huawei. This was an egregious
1: attempt by PRC intelligence officers to shield a PRC-based company from accountability and to undermine the integrity of our
0: judicial system. The men, seeking information about witnesses, trial evidence, and potential new charges, are accused of paying a bribe of $61,000 in Bitcoin to an individual that turned out to be a double agent working for the FBI. The U.S. Department of Justice has issued arrest warrants for the pair, but it's not clear if they will be taken into custody. The complaint goes back to 2019, the same year the U.S. accused Huawei of bank fraud, and the following year conspiring to steal trade secrets. Leslie Jordan, the Emmy Award-winning comedian and actor known for his southern drawl and biting wit, has died in a single-car crash in Hollywood.
3: But tell me this, darling, do they still say, till death do us part when the bride is a vampire?
0: The standout star of Will and Grace, an American oh horror story, first arrived in Los Angeles in 1982, travel, travel, travel. but was told his 4 foot 11 stature wouldn't get him very far. The naysayers were wrong in fact during the pandemic jordan's popularity soared when his videos turned him into a social media phenomenon
1: daddy daddy watch me
0: jordan was 67 years old from a star on the screen to a star on the ice coming up carrie price publicly addresses his future One of the greatest hockey goalies of all time says he has no plans to retire. Injured Montreal Canadian star Carey Price says his focus right now is on getting healthy again.
6: My goal is to just be pain-free from day to day. You know, I'm still having some issues getting up and down stairs and, you know, carrying my kids up and down stairs is, uh, is difficult.
0: The 35-year-old has been battling a knee injury that's kept him off the team this season and most of last year. Price was a net when Canada won gold at the 2014 Olympics. The passion fans have for the game is shown in many different ways. For a young boy in Manitoba, it's hockey cards. So you can imagine the pain he endured when he was bullied by a group of kids into giving up his prized collection. But as CTV's Joe Makishan reports, he's found a treasure in the kindness of strangers.
2: If you haven't guessed it, Winston Martin is a hockey fan. My favorite card is... One. Roll, Roll the Blues are his favorite teams, both in the NHL and the former team on his Northern Manitoba First Nation, Opasquiac. His love of hockey became a love for hockey cards. Recently, Winston's collection was taken. The seven-year-old bullied into giving it up. Seeing him upset like that, you know, it was, I guess, anybody would relate. to you know, have empathy for for their child and their grandchild being bullied like that. So his family reached out to friends on Facebook for help, asking them to send Winston hockey cards in support. The post was shared again and again. We got some messages from everywhere we had some kids up in the Northwest Territories and in Nunavut, they were collecting cards for Winston. Support coming from across Canada and the US. Even the sports card company Upper Deck has promised to send a care package. And this boy, who was left with only a handful of cards, is seeing his collection grow again. feeling, like, happier and exciting.
3: Happy, 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 happy.
2: His family is thankful, and so is Winston. Kindness always wins. Kindness is the one card that trumps them all. Jill Makishon, CTV News, Winnipeg.
0: Kindness always wins, he's right. After the break, celebrating Diwali and Environment Canada's retraction after being accused of singling out the holiday. Tonight marks a celebration of light over darkness, good over evil, and blessings of enlightenment. The Hindu Festival of Diwali is lighting up skies around the world with fireworks, lanterns, and candles. CTV's John Venavelli Rao with a glimpse of the festivities bringing Canadian communities together.
1: So many today dressing for the occasion, a celebration observed by more than a billion people worldwide. Happy Diwali, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And at a Brampton fireworks shop, we found families getting ready to light up the night like they do all across India signifying the victory of light over darkness. I'm really excited, man. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Diwali is one of India's most important holidays, a Hindu festival that's also become a big deal for Sikhs, Jainists, and Buddhists. And we'll let six-year-old Kaya sum up.
2: Diwali is a festival of lights. Like, it's a celebration.
1: This year marks the return of full festivities after two years of COVID restrictions. In Brampton, people packing into sweet shops. And in Washington, the sacred day marked at the White House. As of next year, Diwali will be a public school holiday in New York City, which some think should happen north of the border. HOLIDAYS FOR CHRISTMAS. We get a day off for family
3: day. It'll be nice if we can get a day off for Diwali. It's, it's something we celebrate, something that's close
1: to our hearts. As for the fireworks, some families spend lots on them. Typically, a family between um, 100 to 200 bucks. But Environment Canada facing a backlash after issuing a special air quality statement in parts of Greater Toronto warning of possible air pollution because of weather conditions and fireworks. Some complain no such warnings have ever been issued for Canada Day or Victoria Day. And Environment Canada later removed any reference to Diwali. This man, though, felt people should limit how many fireworks they set off. Yes, we want to celebrate too, but in a, in a, in a way that it should not be polluting too much of our environment. In India, some states have restricted the sale of fireworks because the air pollution can be really bad. Still, it's only because people want to mark a most bright and joyous occasion. John pennevali Rouse, CTV News, Brampton.
0: And that is a snapshot of this Monday for all of us at CTV National News. Thank you for watching. Happy Diwali to everyone celebrating. And see you tomorrow.